Good morning, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is the NBA Daily Recap for Friday, February the 8th. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at recap underscore NBA. This podcast is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network available in your app store. We have NBA content as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. That's the Pulse Podcast Network, keeping your finger on the pulse. All right, guys, we are back. We are home, finally, back in the studio. If I knew how to use the hip-hop horn, I would be blasting it right now. Um, first of all, I'm going to give a shout-out to a listener, uh, dmoney1987. D-Money was kind enough to take a minute and write me a review on the Apple Podcast app. And D-Money, I really appreciate your support. Uh, if you'd like a shout-out on the show, then be like D-Money and write me a review on Apple. It only takes a minute, and it really helps the show to grow. Honestly, guys, like nobody's doing this for me. If you could reach out and take a minute, it would be really appreciated. Um, the show's doing well to grow, and uh, we want to continue to push that because it'll open up uh, better opportunities for better things down the road. Um, once I start making some money, then we'll put some money back into the show. We'll have better quality, maybe better guests, some serious equipment, and all that great stuff. So, um, yeah, please, if you could just take a minute to uh, write me a review on Apple, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, anything will do, just a couple words, whatever. It's all good. All right, let's look at the games from Friday night. And the first one we will talk about was the New York Knicks in Detroit to play the Pistons. Uh, I think I called this one yesterday. There was no way that Detroit was going to lose this one. Um, there, see, there hits a point in every season where you, you just kind of know that uh, team, which teams are trying to win and which teams are trying to lose. And it's a little early for that full-blown version of that. But this season, with the clear gem at the top of the draft, and obviously Zion I'm talking about, and the new lottery odds giving equal odds, odds to the bottom four teams, um, the tank might be on now just as bad as ever. Usually, you, it kind of you can it gets blatant after uh, All Star break, but uh, this year it's been fairly blatant already. I would say. Um, so let's see the the real news of this one: Detroit and, and New York is uh, the Pistons won a free agent battle. Um, this is huge for the Pistons. Uh, Wayne Ellington is going to be joining the Pistons for the rest of the season. He's going to provide them with some badly needed shooting, and he should be. They should be able to provide him with a starting role, I would think, and some consistent minutes. Um, so, uh, it's be a good chance for Ellington maybe to get a good contract this summer. I'm assuming he's, a, he's going to be a free agent. Oh yeah, because they're just signing him, so it'll be like yeah, one year minimum. So yeah, for sure. Um, the Pistons are going to have to cut Henry Ellenson. He's the casualty of this transaction um, to, to make room for Wayne Ellington. So uh, hopefully, uh, uh, Ellenson finds another team. So anyway, uh, as I said, Detroit took this one. It was a bit of a blowout. They were leading by 19 after the first quarter, and they put up 41 in that quarter. Um, but the Knicks didn't fold their cards right away. They fought back over the next couple of quarters to get within five, heading into the fourth quarter. But Detroit hasn't really been playing like the Detroit of old, or, or even the Detroit of earlier in the season. As there was no relapse in this game, um, in all fairness, playing the Knicks helps make people look good, but... Anyway, you know, Pistons fans, there's nothing... You, it's time to be happy, right? Playing the play, playing the parade. Playing the play, playoff parade. Not the championship parade. But playing the playoff parade. And enjoy this, because they are on a three-game winning streak. Detroit took this one 120-103. to Thon McCurr and Svee Mikhailuk made their Piston debuts in this one. Um, Thon didn't score. Mikhailuk hit a three-pointer. Uh, but the big guns were there, were blazing. Um, Andre Drummond had 29 points and 20 rebounds with three blocks and a steal. And Reggie Jackson continuing to play well. 20 points and 6 assists with 4 triples. Blake had 26, 6, and 4. 
Uh, Luke Kennard had 12, 3, and 3. He had 28 minutes in this one, too. That's good for Luke. Um, hopefully they put, start to play him more minutes as the season goes on and with the opportunities opened up. Langston Galloway was the uh, starter, but he played uh, 10 minutes less than Luke almost and, and didn't do really much all with those minutes. Ish Smith had 11 off the bench with 4 rebounds and 2 assists. And uh, Bruce Brown started the game, played 18, almost 19 minutes, didn't score. He had one rebound and one assist. Ugh. Ugly. From the Knicks side of the game, DeAndre Jordan had 14 points and 11 rebounds with a pair of blocks. Mitchell Robinson, also a center, he had 11 points and 6 rebounds with 3 blocks off the bench in only 15 minutes. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., 31 points, 8 assists, and 2 steals. Uh, he'll probably be solid for the rest of the year. I imagine even if they take a, uh, cut Giandre's minutes back, maybe after a bit, uh, you can, you can imagine that what, uh, Dennis is going to be strong, uh, in his role. Um, Wes Matthews is bought out, uh, heading to the Pacers, if you hadn't heard that one. And Damo Dotson got the start also in this one. He, he put up 10 points, but not much else, uh, to go with it. Not much else to see from this New York squad. And there's not going to be for the rest of the year. They're playing for Zion. All right. As if things get much different in this next one. Cleveland was at Washington, and just like the last game, uh, there's a lot of similarities between that one and this one. And one of them is that Washington put up 41 points in the first quarter, the same as Detroit did. Um, and uh, to Cle- Washington puts it 41, yeah, to Cleveland's 27 points. Anyway, Bobby Portis uh, making his Wizards debut. He had 16 of those points, 41 in the first quarter. And uh, Washington led by 20 early in the third. But Cleveland did fight back to make it a three-point game before the quarter ended. But then, as I said, much like the previous game, where the playoff hopeful team bounced the lottery-bound team, this happened again. Washington took control in the fourth, and they took the victory 119-106. Kevin Love made his return after missing 50 games, but he played just six minutes, uh, the first six minutes of the game, and then he didn't play again. Um, He's just working himself back into shape. Uh, He's sitting out the next game they've already announced. I believe that's tonight, a back-to-back. Um, so yeah, it'll be a little while before Kevin gets going. Uh, Marquise Chris made his Cavs debut in this one, and as well as uh, Portis, Jabari Parker, and Wesley Johnson made their debuts for the Wizards. From the Cleveland side of the game, Colin Sexton had 27 points, seven, uh, four assists, and three rebounds, and he shot a decent percentage too for him, over fu- over 50%. That's good, especially on that many points. Larry Nance Jr. had 10 points. He had 19 rebounds, six assists, and three steals. David Nwaba had 17 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 steals. Uh, I might have to go have a look if he's on any of my fantasy uh, free agent lists right now. Uh, depending on how deep the league is, he might be a good ad. Jordan Clarkson, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. And Marquise Chris in his debut, 13 points and 8 rebounds. Uh, Brandon Knight, who was also acquired with Chris, did not play in this one. And uh, Kevin Love finished with just 4 points, uh, a rebound, and an assist. As I said, he only played 6 minutes. And from the Washington side of the game, Bobby Portis finished with 30 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists and a steal. He also hit 4 three-pointers in this one. Jabari Parker in his debut, 7 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals and a block. Interesting, that's not your typical Jabari Parker line. Bradley Beal had 25 points, 13 assists, 6 rebounds and a couple steals. Jeff Green had 15 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Thomas Bryan had 13 points, 6 rebounds, a block and a steal. And Trevor Ariza had 14 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 steals. Next game we're going to look at, Denver was at Philadelphia. And 
Tobias Harris and Boban and the three regional manager, Mike Scott and James Ennis all made their 76ers debut in this one. Philly outscored Denver 33-23 in the first and then Denver outscored Philly 33-23 in the second, which is a tie game at the half. The third was tight and uh, Philly emerged with a one-point lead with just under four minutes left in the game and Philly up by two. Tobias Harris hit a jumper and then grabbed a rebound, which set up uh, Joel Embiid for a layup. And then Jimmy Butler stole the ball and was fouled, making both of his free throws and pushing the Sixers ahead. But it was a Ben Simmons left-handed slam on Mason Plumley that was the icing on the cake. Philly took this one 117-110. to uh, In the loss for Denver, Jokic posted another triple-double. Uh, 27, 10, and 10 for Nikola with three steals. Uh, Jamal Murray had 23 points, six assists, five rebounds. Trey Lyles had 13 points, five assists, four rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. Mason Plumley had 10 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Will Barton had 14 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. And Malik Beasley had 12 points. From the winning side of the game, the 76ers, Jimmy Butler, 22 points, seven rebounds, five assists, and three steals. J.J. Redick, 34 points with six triples, three blocks, three steals. Tobias Harris, 14 and 8. Uh, and Joel Embiid had 15 and 12 boards with four blocks. Ben Simmons had 12 points, four rebounds, and six assists. Boban had just four points and two rebounds with a block in his uh, debut. He paid, played 14 minutes, 14 and a half minutes. And James Ennis had six points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal in his 14 minutes. Mike Scott played 16 minutes, and he just had two points and one assist. New guys. All right, next one we're going to look at. A uh, bit of a blowout. Chicago in Brooklyn to play the Nets. And is it time to be concerned in Brooklyn? Um, this was a blowout, and as I said, and it's the third straight game. Brooklyn's been blown out. And this was a game in which that they were favored by eight going into it. They were playing at home, and they're playing against the Chicago Bulls. Uh... Chicago was up five after the first, then they were up seven at halftime, they pushed it to 13 after three, and then 19 by the end of the game. They outscored Brooklyn in every quarter of this one. Uh, Chicago took it 125-106, it was Otto Porter Jr.'s debut for the Bulls, and Porter had 18 points with four triples, four rebounds, and an assist. Lowry Markinen, 31 points, 18 rebounds with a couple of blocks. Zach Levine had 26 points, five assists, three boards, and a couple steals. Robin Lopez had 12 and 5 boards. Chris Dunn had 14 with 9 assists and 5 boards. And Wayne Selden, 11 points off the bench. From the net side of the game, Karis LeVert made his return to action. Uh, as you may remember, he had a seriously gruesome lag injury earlier in the year that m m many expected him to miss the entire season. Uh, but he's back already. It wasn't as bad as it initially seemed. He played just under 15 minutes in this one. He had 11 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds, and 5 steals. Wow. Alan Crabb had 19 points with 5 triples. Jared Allen had 12 and 10 with a block. D'Angelo Russell, 23 points and 6 assists. And Joe Harris had 19 with 5 assists. But yeah, the Nets have... Whew, time to take a look in the mirror here if they have any aspirations of making the playoffs. Next game was also a bit of a blowout. Milwaukee was at Dallas. And Dallas has a bit of a hole at center now since trading away DeAndre Jordan. And it was obvious in this one, painfully obvious. They gave up 80 points in the paint to Milwaukee in this one. The Bucks uh, didn't have Miritich quite yet for this one. Uh, they didn't quite need him. They took this one 122-107. Justin Jackson made his debut for the Mavs in this one. 
Uh, Giannis finished the game with 29 points, 17 rebounds, and 5 assists. Brooke Lopez, 20 points, 6 rebounds. Oops, lost my spot. Eric Bledsoe, 18 points with 4 triples, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. Malcolm Brogdon had 18 points with 6 boards. And Sterling Brown chipped in 10 off the bench with 5 rebounds and 3 assists. From the Dallas side of the game, Trey Burke uh, off the bench for the Mavs, 18 points with 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and a couple of steals. Dwight Powell had 12 points, 8 rebounds, also coming off the bench. Uh, old Dirk chipped 6 in. Shoutouts to Dirk. He also had 2 steals. It's not really Dirk-like. Maxi Kleber is the starter there. He had 11 points, 3 boards, 2 assists, and a couple of blocks. Dorian Finney-Smith had 9 points, 3 boards, and an assist. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 12 points, and also he's a starter. And Luca had 20 points with just 3 rebounds and 2 assists. Uh, Justin Jackson, as I said, made his debut. He only played 4 minutes. He had 3 points. And that was about it. Next game was the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. And Phoenix came to play in this one. Um, they ended the first quarter with a 5-point lead. And... Golden State took the second, but Phoenix fought back through the third and took a three-point lead into the fourth quarter as well. Uh, in that break between the third and the fourth, Draymond got his second technical, and then he was ejected. Once Golden State got down by six, though, they took charge of the game, and uh, just the fact that Phoenix had him down six late in the game, I mean, maybe that's something that you could uh, take from that if you're a Phoenix uh, person, but... Uh, the Warriors took charge at that point. They went on a 13-0 run that put them up 101-94 with just under six minutes left. A Rashawn Holmes tip-in cut the lead to three with five minutes to go, but the Warriors took control from there, and they pulled this one out 117-107. That's 11 straight road wins for Golden State Warriors. And uh, is it just me, or does anybody notice that a lot of these scores in these games were similar? Um, 120-103, 119-106... 117, no, 110, not so much. 125, 106, 122, 107, 117, 107. They're all very similar scores. I don't know, just random. Uh, from the Warriors side of the game, Clay Thompson had 25 points with four triples, six rebounds, two assists, three blocks, and a steal. Steph had 20 points with three triples, seven rebounds, seven assists, a block, and a steal. Demarcus Cousins has had 18 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, and a block. Kevin Durant had 28, uh, sorry, 21 with 8 rebounds and 3 assists. Draymond Green, before his ejection, had four, uh, 13 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and a block. Alright, from the Sun side of the game, Kelly Oubre Jr., 25 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 steals. De DeAndre Ayton, 23 points and 12 rebounds with 3 steals and a block. Mikhail Bridges, 19 points with 4 triples, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Josh Jackson, 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. And uh, Rashawn Holmes had 10 points and 4 rebounds off the bench. Tyler Johnson made his Heat debut. Uh, or sorry, his son's debut. Yeah, his new team. Um, he played 27 and a half minutes. He only had 5 points, 2 assists, and 2 steals in this one. And shot horribly. 1 for 9. Disgusting. Uh, maybe he was a little bit too excited. But uh, this is a fairly well-rounded box score as far as Suns games go. And they were without Devin Booker, so that probably helps to spread it around a little bit. But uh, those are some good contributions from, from a lot of their players in that one. Next one we're going to look at was probably the closest game of the night. It, it, it wasn't like a down-to-the-wire game, but a lot of these games were not close. Um, oh, maybe the last one was a little bit closer. But this one was... Uh, this one was a five-point five game in the end. Minnesota was at New Orleans to play the Pelicans. 
Anthony Davis made his return to actions uh, for the first time since he requested a trade, and the New Orleans crowd let him have it. They booed him during the pregame introductions, uh, but it didn't take him long to win most of those people back. He scored 10, uh, 10 points in the first seven minutes. He played just 25 total minutes in this one, and Alvin Gentry, coach uh, the Pelicans, opted to keep him on the bench through the fourth quarter, even though the game was tight. Uh, with one minute to go, Carl uh, Anthony Towns' dunk got Minnesota to within two, but a pair of baskets from Julius Randle and a key defensive rebound on a Towns miss with 16 seconds left helped seal the game for New Orleans, and they took this one 122-107. From the New Orleans side of the game, Davis finished with 32 points, 9 rebounds, uh, 2 assists, and 3 blocks in just under 25 minutes. Drew Holiday, 27 points, 9 assists, 4 boards, 3 steals, and a block. Tim Frazier, 12 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, with 2 steals. Kenrick Williams, 19 points, 6 boards. Uh, Julius Randle, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 steals, and a block. And from the Minnesota side of the game... Carl Anthony Towns, strong in defeat yet again, 32 points on four triples, eight rebounds, three assists, two blocks, and a steal. Andrew Wiggins had 23 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, and two blocks. Isaiah Cannon had 12 points, five assists, two rebounds, and two steals. Jeff Teague had 12 points, uh, four rebounds, five assists. He made his return after uh, sitting out for, I don't know how many games, he's been out for a couple of weeks now. Um, the Timberwolves were without, uh, what was the old guy's name that was starting for them? Uh, I can pick Jared Bayless. Uh, yeah, he, he uh, injured his toe in the last one, so he, he was out to add to their point guard uh, problems, so Teague had to make his return. Uh, he just played uh, 16, almost 17 minutes in this one. Uh, they also have Isaiah Cannon, who's on the 10-day uh, contract, to, to fill in that point guard role. Gorgie Dang was good. He had 9 points and 8 rebounds in this one with a steal and a block. And Sharge uh, had 9. Dang, Luol Dang, that is, 8 and 5. And Taj Gibson had 9-4. and four. Small spread out efforts across the Timberwolves roster in that one. Alright, the last game of the night. No, this wasn't any closer. How did I get that score? I don't know. Anyway, Sacramento Kings in Sacramento hosting the Miami Heat. And Harrison Barnes and, and Alec Burks made their debut for the Sacramento in this one. And as well, uh, before the game, the Kings announced that they signed Corey Brewer to a 10-day contract. Um, his time with Philadelphia had expired, and he was available. So, yeah, he's on a 10-day contract with the Kings. Uh, Miami was up 28-17 after the first quarter, and that quarter included a scary fall from Dwayne Wade. He went down, he was going up for a rebound, and then he, he just kind of fell and hit his head on the floor. He was taken to the back for concussion testing, but he was deemed to be all right. He said it was extensive testing, so uh, he should be fine. He returned to action later in the game. With two minutes left to play, Sacramento was down by three, and the Kings closed the game out on a 9-0 run. Uh, it mostly included some bad Miami turnovers and Sacramento free throws, but uh, still a victory is a victory when you're trying to make the playoffs. Sacramento pulls to within half a game of the Clippers for the final playoff spot in the West as they took this one 102-96 from the Kings side of the game. Buddy Heald had 23 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 blocks. He also had 4 triples. Willie Cauley-Stein had 7 and 7 boards with 3 blocks and a steal. Alec Burks in his debut, 9 points, 4 rebounds, and a steal in 14 minutes. Harrison Barnes' debut, he was right in the st put right into the starting lineup. He played almost 37 minutes. 12 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Yogi Ferrell, 6 points with 5 assists off the bench. Yogi Ferrell, uh, De'Aaron Fox, 12 points. He just also had 3 assists and 4 steals. Bogdan Bogdanovich, 
Uh, still getting 34 minutes. He had 16 points with 5 rebounds and 4 assists with 2 steals. And Harry Giles, 10 points and 3 rebounds off the bench. From the Miami Heat side of the game, Hassan Whiteside continued to play well for them. 17 points, 19 rebounds, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. Josh Richardson had 21 points. He also had 4 assists and 3 blocks. That is correct, yes. Uh, Kelly Olenek, still in the starting lineup, had just 9 points, but he also had 2 blocks and 3 assists. Dwayne Wade had 15 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Dion Waiters had 12 points uh, in the starting lineup for the Heat. Justice Winslow was also in the starting lineup. He had just 5 points, but he had 10 rebounds and 6 assists for the Heat. And that'll do it for the games from last night. Uh, pretty pretty thorough recap there, I hope. Trying to make up for my... Uh, I felt it was a little bit shoddy, some of my podcasts in the past week. And I know the quality was great. As I said, uh, I was on the road, living the hotel life for a bit there. So uh, we'll get things back on track here. So let's look at the games from Saturday night. And there are 9 games on tonight. Uh, The first one, the matinee game, is the San Antonio Spurs at Utah. Utah is favored by 6.5. They're a good, strong team at home. Uh, Over-under is 221. That's not bad for those two teams. Uh, Rudy Gay is probable, and Thabo Cephalosha is questionable. Next one is Cleveland at Indiana. Shetty Osman is questionable for Cleveland. He's missed the last couple with an ankle. Wesley Matthews is questionable uh, as he was signed with the Pacers. And Doug McDermott's questionable. uh, He missed the last one as well. No spread or total yet for this one. Next one is Charlotte at Atlanta. Everyone should be good to go. Charlotte's favored by 3 and 229 over under. Next one is the Raptors at the Knicks. They have not put out a spread or total for this one, but I can guarantee I know who's going to win this game. Marcus Gasol is questionable as he just got traded. Kawhi Leonard is questionable uh, with a sore left knee. He's been sitting out the last couple of games, getting right. And Emmanuel Moutier is questionable for the Knicks. Next game is Washington at Chicago. Uh, They've had some interesting battles this year, actually. Uh, I think the Bulls, or maybe it's Cleveland, has beat Washington twice already this year. Yeah, I think it might be Cleveland. But uh, yeah, so that should be a high-scoring affair as well. They haven't put out a spread or total yet for that one. And it's kind of strange because all the players seem to be uh, good to go. Uh, New Orleans and Memphis, maybe it's just early in the day. New Orleans and Memphis don't have a, a spreader total either. Uh, Anthony Davis is doubtful for the back-to-back. Um, Jaleel Okafor is questionable. He set out the last one. Uh, just a second here. There's some Anthony Davis news. I'm gonna, I'm just going to click and, and uh, try to bring that up here if I can. Uh, I didn't read the article, but i seen the headlines so that the league was threatening to fine the Pelicans for every game that Davis set. So uh, we're going to see tonight what happens there. As I said, he's doubtful with them on the back-to-back. And, uh, yeah, of course the internet won't work right now. Uh, Jaleel Okafor is questionable, as I said. Etuan Moore is questionable. Alfred Payton's questionable as well, all for the Pelicans. And Noah, uh, Joachim Noah is doubtful for Memphis. And the next game we'll look at, the Clippers are at Boston. And Daniel Tice is questionable, Vanilla Tice. Uh, with a sore left knee, they're already without Baines, um, so that would leave them a little bit short uh, up front with the big guys. Uh, Boston's favored by 12 in this one. And the next game we're going to look at was, is, I mean, just a second, sorry, I'm still trying to find that Anthony Davis news. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder at Houston. Houston's favored by 2. Eric Gordon's questionable with right knee soreness, and it has a 234.5 over-under. So uh, that means high-scoring affair can be expected. 
And the last game of the night, Orlando is at Milwaukee. Uh, Chris Middleton, <laughs> probable, and it says load management, the old LeBron thing. It's starting to become kind of a, a joke around the league. Um, Middleton set the last one out, just kind of a rest uh, last night in Dal- or against Dallas, but uh, he's probable to play this one. Miritich is questionable after the trade. Also, um, he's been dealing with a calf injury, so that would uh, that's kind of keeping him out. I think at this point more so than the uh, more so than the trade is the injury. Yeah, okay. I don't see anything about Davis here just yet, but uh, we'll keep you updated on that one. As I said, we'll find out tonight what's going to go on with him. Um, and this was Orlando and Milwaukee, the last game of the night. There was no spreader total yet for this one either. So that'll do it for today's podcast, everybody. Uh, Shout out to the Pulse Podcast Network and have a great weekend.